Wedged in a corner seat at a small rectangular table, facing floor-to-ceiling windows, I just sat there, gazing out, watching the world pass. Shoppers strolled by with their bags of goodies, seemingly enjoying a particularly warm day at the tail end of what had been a bitterly cold winter. Glancing down at the handwritten card lying on the table, I read for the millionth time what had to be the oddest request I'd seen in over twenty years. Why anyone would want to interview me was beyond my understanding. I was by no means anyone of importance. Sure, in my younger days I'd been a published author, but that was another time, another life, practically someone else. As far as I knew, no one remembered that young woman had even existed. Hell, even I had a difficult time connecting with the woman I'd been back then, and we shared the same body. One o'clock on the dot ticked by on my wristwatch, and a tinkling bell announced the arrival of a new customer entering the coffee house, sending a shiver of premonition dancing along my spine. Never one to ignore the mystical warnings of my intuition, I glanced up as a petite woman moved in my direction. Her choice of clothing was relatively nondescript, but it didn't need to be anything spectacular. With one glance, I marveled over the fact that she could wear a burlap sack tied with a bungee cord, and her elfish beauty would still shine through. Her dark brown hair hung straight down her back in a thick curtain, and I knew, just by looking at it, that men would beg to bury their faces in its soft splendor. "'Ms. Ray?' she asked, her voice rich for such a tiny woman. She stepped up to greet me with a small but elegant hand extended. "'I'm Devon.' How did you know it was me? Stunned and rendered a bit uneasy that she somehow recognized me on sight, I took a second to collect my wits. Part of my mind tripped over the familiarity of her name. Devon, huh? Hmm. Where have I heard that before? This. After digging through a shoulder bag that seemed too large for her small frame, she succeeded in shocking me a second time as she withdrew a worn paperback copy of my first novel. She flipped the book over and glanced at the picture on the back, then at me. You've not changed a whole lot over the years. (laughs) I've been told that my entire life, I laughed, to break the sudden tension that was wrapping around me, then asked if I could look at the book. If you promise not to flip beyond the front cover. Hmm. Another odd request, I realized, as if her wanting to meet me wasn't odd enough. She held it out of reach until I agreed, then explained, It may sound silly, but there's a very personal note written in it, and I'm not ready to share it. Yet. Fear flashed in her dark brown eyes, and I nodded. Privacy had become a hard-earned commodity for me not so very long ago, and I thoroughly understood. I promise, it's just been a while since I've seen one of these. Don't you have a copy? She asked in disbelief, sliding onto the padded wicker chair opposite mine as she pushed the book across the glass-top table. Not this version. A ghost of a smile played about the corners of my mouth as I traced the cover design with the tip of my finger. Limited first edition, isn't it? Her eyes watched me with an intensity most would have found rude, but I was lost in a memory and didn't mind one bit. It is. You've done your homework. Well, it's an amazing story of growth and healing. 
You've read it, then? She smiled. A few times. The simple admission warmed my heart and brought tears to my eyes. I could think of nothing more meaningful and honest to say than thank you. It had been a long time since I had felt honored by my writing, and I was humbled by the experience. I hope you don't mind that I purposely misled you. I wanted to see your reaction for myself in order to relay it accurately. Genuine regret for the subterfuge echoed in her words, and I shook my head, dismissing her worry. Totally understandable. Visibly relieved by my acceptance of her apology, Devon questioned me about the book's origin and what it had been like to publish such a tome. None of this stemmed from personal experience? The palm of her hand rested protectively on the book as she searched my eyes for the truth. Not the things you'd expect, and definitely not the obvious parts.